Hey guys, thank you for checking out Bucked Up. Just before we start, I would love if you'd hit the subscribe button, like, share the video. We have new episodes coming out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And starting in the new year, check out Wrapped Up exclusively on Vivo. This episode is sponsored by Exotic Roots Hydro, which I have to give a huge shout out to. They are a huge supporter of the podcast, and I'm really happy to be working with them. If you're ever in Rochester, New York, and you need to learn about any of your hydroponic needs, go to their shop. You can follow them at Exotic Roots Hydro on Instagram. Shout out their whole team. They have an amazing venue space. Uh, they're going to be putting on tons of events. Just make sure to follow Exotic Roots Hydro on Instagram. And if you're ever in Rochester, definitely stop by. Let's get back into it. It was at this moment that he knew. He bucked up. Now he fucked 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 up. Now you have fucked up. Man, I can't believe we're doing this in fucking Mefux's place. Oh, yeah, man. Lord Mob. We out here in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> You wearing a hoodie in Hawaii? I'm in Hawaii, you know what I'm saying? Two wash downs, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shit, man. Nah, everything is good, man. We here. You know, we working, getting to it, man. You ever get tired, man? You fucking grind harder than anyone I know. Shit, I'm tired right now, man. I'm about to take a nap on this motherfucking end. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real, bro. You nah, been yeah, grinding. I don't, get, I don't really get too much of sleep, man. Like, I'm always constantly running around, getting shit done for the mob, for myself, running around and just handling business, man. Because uh, you know, if you don't if you don't do it, um, it ain't going to get done properly. You know what I'm saying? So, it's yeah. like, you can't, you know, you won't have nobody run your podcast because you feel like they ain't going you know, uh, be as sharp as you or take it as serious as you. This is your, you know what I'm saying? This is your brand. It's your business. Yeah. So, you know, with everything that's going on with the mob, like, you know, everybody helps and do their part. But for the most part, I'm hands on with everything. Yeah. You get burnt out. Do you, do you get burnt out or you just keep going? Nah, there'd be times where my body just shut down. And then, you know what I'm saying? I got to, you know, really shut it down for a whole day. Like, I just yeah. need to be home and don't even pay attention to my phone and just... You know, be on family time and get some get some rest. You know what I'm saying? Whether I'm sleeping or just, you know, uh, you know, just relaxing and just resting my body. You know, not doing shit. Yeah. Well, we were hanging yesterday and today, and it's it's cool to hear how much you talk about your family and shit. Because, yeah. like, I don't know, like from the, an outsider's perspective, you put out so much music that's top quality. Like, you always are grinding. To then, like, when I see you on a personal level, like. Be like, oh no, he makes time for his other shit. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, for the most part, you know, everything I do is for the family and for the kids. So it's like, um, I definitely got to separate some time for them. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to enjoy that, you know, and 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 just watch them and soaking in the moment. You know what I'm saying? And watching them smile. And you know, so you got to be a part of that. So you know, you can't just be a provider and not be there. So you got to yeah. spend that quality time, and that's what make you a father. Um, being a provider, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, it could just make you a daddy or you could just be a piece of shit daddy and don't do a motherfucking thing too as well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Need an ashtray. Damn, no hey, ashtrays. Andre, give me an ashtray. Thank you, Will. Do you want to just take that bottle? Hey, we here. We'll ash on the floor. There's a, oh, a girl fuck, who comes man. every day and doesn't clean. Yo, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's on the record. He said, <laughs> Yo, you, you're fucking texting Big Bird pictures. I can't say shit about your, oh, your fucking. They said it's uh, oh, Sam, Sam, you. Sam Bird. <laughs> Sam, Yo, that, that's up. Sam Bird. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, nah, we here, man. You know what I'm saying? Lord Mob is. Putting a lot of great music together, you know what I'm saying? We going through the learning experience of building everything on our own. You know what I'm saying? It's an artist, an artist label. You know what I'm saying? We doing all this shit on our own. Me, myself, um, Dustin, um, H, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody playing a part in this shit, dough, you know what I'm saying? And now, you know, we just, you know, we coming up to uh an agreement right now where, you know, we might even give percentage out to certain artists of Lord Mob, you know what I'm saying? The ones that first 
got the contracts with us and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So we thinking about giving them a percentage of Lord Mob as well. So, you know what I'm saying? Now they got some, you know, to hold on to for their family. It's not like, you know, you just, you know, doing music or whether you, you know, um, down with the mob or, you know, you're artist of the mob or you're doing whatever the fuck you're doing. You just move around with us, whatever. But, you know, for the most part, there's a select a few artists that, you know, we want to give a percentage of the company to. So they got something to build with their family, you know what I'm saying? Just in case, you know, any emergencies or something. Yeah. You, know, you got some backup bread, you know what I'm saying? That basically, we, you know, we we basically think that they deserve it, you know what I'm saying? And they have star quality. So we just want to try to, you know, get them where they belong, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, we doing it, you know, the help from me, the help from the mob. I'm an artist myself. That's why I said this is, you know what I'm saying? It's an artist label. This shit ain't got nothing to do with no no big uh companies and them niggas, you know, we basically do the same shit they do, yeah. just on, on, on a smaller rate, you know, of um on streams and collecting the bag, but the shit is still good because you know, you know, we still own our royalties. You know what I'm saying? Like we ain't selling our soul, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Being under nobody, ain't nobody, no boss. Even right now, like shit, you know, if I'm looked at as the you know, the head nigga in charge of the shit. Or looked at as, you know what I'm saying, a captain. I, I, nah, we all, you know, we all wear the same shirt. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody above nobody. I just have a little bit more of insight of the game from being around certain people and soaking in. So I just teach them, you know what I'm saying, and make sure that they on the same level as me because I ain't nobody's boss. I'm yeah, shit. Boss. I feel like your longevity in the game is being created differently because you are the artist and the business. Like, that's why I really wanted to talk to you because I do remember you coming out and opening at like the small ass club in Boston, like mm -hmm. right when you were pitting on. And I remember when Kyle was talking about like, Flea works harder than anyone. He came out and just fucking worked, outworked everyone. Yeah. So it's cool. Like, that's why I started off saying it's cool that we're in your house because it's like seeing yeah. then to now as an outsider perspective. Like, yeah, Connor's the bro, man. That's my, that's my, that's my brother for life and death, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know, the reason why me and me fuck started doing business and started, you know, doing Pray for the Evil 1 and 2 is because of Conway, you know what I'm saying? He introduced us. So, you know, um, shout out to my bro, you know what I'm saying, introducing us. And But did you always have that business, like you wanted to create a business out of it, like for your longevity I mean, uh, or did that just come along the way? Um, Actually, you know what I'm saying, being being in this in, in the music, in the music game and the music business, I really didn't know, you know, I had no direction in the beginning, you know what I'm saying? So I wasn't sure if I really wanted to do it. Um, you know, God bless Prodigy Soul, you know what I'm saying? Good friend of mine, good brother, good mentor. He actually was like, yo, I think you should take it serious. And, you know, um, I think you have, you know, the star quality flea, like, you know what I'm saying? Because one, you're a good father, you're a good person. People need to see more of that in our, you know, in our world, because there's a lot of shitty people out here. Yeah. And then, you know, majority of the time, a lot of these labels would uh, give the bag to a motherfucker that, you know, won't lead the people in the right direction. You know what I'm saying? They want that person that's a voice to fuck up the youth. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So like, you know, I learned all of that shit dealing with P and then, you know, being. When around. did he say that to you? Were you rapping before like him saying that or did he uh, just say nah, like you actually, should get into I, it? I would, we used to go to this spot called Heather's in Lower East Side. Um, and it was like after hour spot. So like we would go hang out in certain clubs and shit like that. But then when the night was over at the clubs, we would go to the spot and, uh, you know, we shut the door and be a couple homies in there, a couple females, whatever, and they just vibing, chilling. Everybody drinking, still chilling. The doors is locked, so we'll be in it to fucking eleven in the morning. You know, twelve o'clock in the afternoon type shit. The next day type shit, partying. But we were freestyling there, me peeing a couple of the homies, and uh, like I don't know, like at one point I used to love freestyling. I hate it. You know what I'm saying? I guess because I make money on my music, so I'm not really about yeah. to give out anything for free. But you felt more. comfortable rapping with. Yeah, Prodigy, actually, actually, like yeah, I'm like, and shit. Yeah, because we used to be fucked up, drunk and shit, hanging out, you know what I'm saying? Just enjoying the vibe. We put some fucking beats on it and we just start drumming, man. And then P at one point, like he he was like, Yo, I think you should take it serious. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think you should take the rap a lot serious, man, because you probably could do something with it, Flea. So then I was like, all right, we see how it goes. But you know, I was basically in the street hustling at the time. I had a job. 
know what I'm saying? I'm taking care of my two kids at the time, you know, before I had my son. Um, I didn't really have time to, you know, focus on writing. What did you think your future was at that point? Oh, uh, shit. Selling drugs, keeping a job and hopefully not getting caught with selling drugs. But, you know, um, a drag body that sells drugs, you know, is, you know, are the three things that can happen. You know what I'm saying? You go to jail, nigga, smoke your boots or you smoke somebody else's boots. Because uh, when, you know, you're getting money in the street, <clears throat> that shit don't last forever. You know what I'm saying? Now, when you, you got a job, now that kind of can last if you do the right thing by the company. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But the streets ain't a company. But there wasn't a voice in the back of your head saying that there's something else, like that there's another. Nah, I'm going to keep it to it, man. I, you know, I was I was happy with selling drugs, making good money on selling drugs. And Allegedly. Also, also um, I had my job. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I was doing a lot of negative for a positive outcome. I didn't sell drugs to look flashy and fly. I sold drugs to pay my bills. And when I sold drugs, I didn't sell drugs to destroy people's lives. I sold drugs as a party supply. So, like, people that can fucking comprehend and go to work the next day yeah. and get their shit together, like... And not fucking go sell a television for fucking drugs. That's the type of people I dealt with. I didn't fuck with addicts and people that throw their life away. I fucked the people that had a job and continue to go to work and pay their bills, but they like to party. You know what I'm saying? And I never took advantage of everyone, you know, that did get high. Yeah. If they was getting high. And, um, you know, I noticed how they was getting high. If it was like a little bit too much, you know what I'm saying? I see you wasn't going to a party and you sitting there with just you and probably one more friend. I wouldn't fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? I tell you, slow the fuck down because I was not in it to rope anybody or destroy anyone's lives. I was in it to make a couple dollars and make sure that you had your supplies to enjoy yourself. Yeah. What was your job? Like, what was the profession that you, uh, you I thought for, you were I going? worked for a stock exchange company. Um, It was called Georgeson Shareholder. And then I also worked for a moving company. Um, They was called Air C Packing and another one was called Cadogan Tate. Um, uh, before I had my first daughter, uh, I worked in the Lincoln Center and then, you know, uh, before my daughter was born, I lost that job. Cause I was just, you know, I was selling drugs. So I never gave a fuck about a job. I just did it. So I had something to lean back on. People didn't see me all day in the street. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They would see me waking up in the morning, going to work, see me coming home at a reasonable hour of, you know, of a working man. And then I would get to the streets when, the people go home and you don't see them coming outside. Now the ones that gossip and talk about us, they're home relaxing. They see me got came home already from work. So they don't see me outside after six, seven, eight, nine, ten o'clock. You think that's why you're so good at balancing the fucking art and the business side? Uh yeah, I actually use a lot of shit that I learned from the streets and apply it to this. Yeah, but I mean just the balance of life. Like that is very, you know, you think about it very differently, kind of the same way you think. Yeah, That's I mean, you know what I'm saying? As, as a man, you got to be a provider and protector for your family. Yeah. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Um, shit, I ain't the biggest motherfucker, but you ain't going to disrespect nobody that I love or, you know, or me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, that given said, you know, I apply my, my life to just being a genuine person and also trying to figure out the ways to make money. And it, it doesn't always have to be negative. Like I said, I sold drugs, but that was also to make sure that I could survive with the job, too. Yeah, because just because you got a job, that don't mean you all right. You still could be fucking struggling. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, motherfuckers live check to check. You need something else to stretch that multiple check check streams out. of income. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, I, you know, I did negative for a positive outcome. But how old are you when P told you you need to take it seriously? I want to say. uh That could have been like around like 2014. Like 2014, um, you know, 2014, 2013, we know how old we at you? that spot. Shit, I can't go back on these years. I don't know nothing about years, bro. I can't tell you how old I was at that time. All right. I can tell you how old I am now. We can do the math. <laughs> I'm 39. You know You're 39. Saying? God bless me because I still kind of look young, but I'm 39. Yeah. I ain't no young motherfucker. So you were in um, your 30s. Uh. Yeah, I probably had to be like 24 to yeah, maybe, all right. You know what I'm saying? Some no, because I think some people feel like they get lost in that shit. And like um, you yeah, fucking yeah, motherfuckers like, you know, because sometimes you don't believe in yourself too to have certain talents. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know I, I was going to 
turn it up in the music. That's shit. why I asked, did you have a voice in the back of your head ever saying, nah, this is what I really want to do? Like, nah, because I've always been a fan of the music, you know, and a lot of genres of music. So, like, as a fan, I never thought I could hear myself. I always supported you know, as a fan of the music. So I was like, I was a supporter. I was never the one to do it. So now here it is like, cool. P tells me to do it because he's seen the talent in me. P introduced me to Griselda. Griselda um, basically gave me an opportunity to go on tour with them. Um, I went on tour with Griselda out my own expense, on my own dollar. I didn't make no money with Griselda. I was, part, I was never part of a budget. So the opportunity that they gave me, that was the money. You know what I'm saying? So that's what people I understand, too, sometimes where because somebody don't break bread with you, that don't mean that they ain't give you opportunity to make your own bread. So in this case, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Griselda gave me an opportunity to go on tour with them. A lot of times I sat in with Wes or Conway and, you know, on, on, on meetings and shit like that where they took me on. And I sat in and listened, you know what I'm saying, and soaked in game. And then now I apply the same thing that I've learned, you know, with them. Uh to my business, you know what I'm saying? Like, but what do you think made you different? Because a lot of artists, not a lot of artists, but like you have built a longevity and a thing that, you know, you didn't even think you were going to do. And you now have built, I mean, a legacy that's greater than 99. I mean, I'm not speaking out of hand. Like, yeah, like nah, shit. Like, shit is crazy, man, because I've watched myself be at the same level with a lot of artists, right? And then I watch myself lap these niggas. No disrespect to nobody because everybody's working hard. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, um, it's how the supporters and the fans accept your shit. You know what I'm saying? Now, I don't really tell no lies in my music. You know what I'm saying? I can't fabricate stories because I've never been one of those type of people. So when I make music, the real intend to feel it and support it. And and shouts out to everybody that you know support me because um I do this shit for y'all as well besides making a bag to take care of my kids and my family and my loved ones but I do this shit for y'all too because y'all are the people that make me go harder every time you know what I'm saying like when I announced I was gonna go twelve for twelve in 2020 a lot of people was like man you ain't gonna do it you know what I'm saying like people was really hitting me like yo no one's ever did it and I'm not sure if someone did do it because people said so and so did it so and so did it no disrespect to so and so's who did do it if they did do it but I know I did it and the quality that you did it at was insane to end off you know end off with some of the biggest shit and then come back stronger in 2021 with crazy project i mean yeah man i mean i don't know too many people that got projects fully produced by pete rock fully produced by buck wow fully produced by dj mugs fully produced by havoc um fully produced by by me fucks shout out to me fucks because i believe me fucks is one of the illest producers i agree you know i um, agree pray for evil too I mean, Victor, we could uh, yeah, all Victor, these. Yeah, you know what I'm like, saying? Um, uh, regression. Uh, yeah, yeah. DJ, I got, uh, yeah, I got, a, I got a DJ Shea. Look at Rome. I got a fully produced DJ Shea. God bless his soul. Like, I think me and, me and Camino probably the only ones that got a fully produced tape by DJ Shea, if I'm correct. You know what I'm saying? That's But, crazy. you know, I, I've, I've worked with. And you're not you even know, Buffalo. Now, hell no, I'm not Buffalo, but, you know, you Buffalo, are bu you're Buffalo like um, Buffalo is, is is like my I mean, anywhere is my second home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm going to keep it so especially when I got people I love over there. So, you know, Buffalo is definitely like a second home because I got love for the gang. You know what I'm saying? And um, shit, man, all I can say right now is like, you know, you look at the people I've worked with and then the features, you know what I'm saying? I, I come from far Rockaway, Queens and living in Lower East Side, Manhattan. Nigga never really left New York, period. You know what I'm saying? I never left. I never took flights nowhere. None of that. I think I recall taking a flight when my mom was alive as a kid to Puerto Rico. But other than that, never took no plane, never left the hood. And when I was hustling and had a job, um, you really don't. You can't leave. You know what I'm saying? That's where your bread is at. That's that's it. That's all I knew. So from my job to hustling, there was never a time to leave until I started doing the music running around with Prodigy. I think the first place I went on a plane was with Prodigy to Chicago. He had a show out there and I just went hold, holding him down and shit like that. And that was like my first time going anywhere. It was to Chicago as, you know, uh, a young man, 
You know what I'm saying? Like, never recall going nowhere besides Puerto Rico as a kid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I got to go to Chicago with P and, you know, start moving around. And, you know, I got the taste of traveling and getting the feel of just being on stage with a legend and watching that. And then, you know, like I said, when, you know, I met Griselda through P, you know what I'm saying? P passed away. God bless her soul. He saw something in Griselda and me that needed to link. And we linked. And, you know what I'm saying? We all basically got it out the mud. You know what I'm saying? Like, but then you created shit on your own. That's like, you took that shit and ran like, yeah, you yeah, took the, I mean, you took the baton from going from not even thinking you were going to, to right now, like yeah, with the almost, business. It's almost even quitting too, because I didn't, I don't really care for this rap shit because, um, like I sat back and watched a lot of it, you know what I'm saying? Just soaking in the game in. And I realized that this shit is kind of weird. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Con like was people, saying the people, same yeah, shit. People act yeah. weird. Yeah, Con, Con. That's what I'm saying. That that's my brother. Like you know what I'm saying. So like when we talk, we basically be on the same type of time. So if Con said that, and I'm saying it, is because that's how we really feel, and that shit ain't a lie. You know what I'm saying. Like, do you think some, you could say something to people who want to get into it but don't want to be with the um, funky I mean, shit? I, what I can say is just focus on yourself. Don't worry about nobody who supports you. You know, if you do it for yourself, do it as a hobby and see who like it. And if you have people that like it and support it, then continue to do it and it'll grow from 10 supporters to 20 to 50 and then so on and so on. You know, and if you doing it as a hobby, shit, just know it ain't cheap neither. You know what I'm saying? Because um. Uh, one thing is not easy to get in this game and it's not easy to get accepted. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, that's why I said like, you know, shout out to everybody that's doing it. I don't think niggas is fucking with me. You know what I'm saying? Um, I done lapped so many niggas, man. And so it's only select a few niggas that I could say that I would put before myself because I respect the ones that put on before me. You know what I'm saying? Like I yeah. said, I'm a fan of this shit and I'm just able to keep up with niggas. So, you know, you don't get features with Buster Rhymes. You don't get features with Fat Joe, Core Mega. Ghostface. Ghostface. You know what I'm saying? Let alone Rock Marcy. Let alone you got Conway. I got features with Trader Truth, Bun B. Like, yeah. I've worked with legends. I've got embraced and accepted by these people. So it ain't because, uh, you know, Flea is fucking, you know, one of the hot. No, nah, it's not because I'm even hot. It's because I'm just genuine. And I talk that real shit. And when motherfuckers get around me, they feel my vibe and it's not no cowardness and not no fake shit. Ain't no wacky shit. Ain't nothing iffy about me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We on go with you. You know what I'm saying? I got love for you. Shit, whatever I could do to help, you know what I'm saying? To support anything. I'm down for you. Do but, you think it's because people think there's like a certain number, like slices of the pie? But yeah, you know, to go back to what, you know, me and Khan, you know, spoke about and he said on the show as well, like, it's just a, it's a lot of weird shit because it's like, you know, and everybody wants everybody to win, obviously. Right. <clears throat> but then but a lot of people are selfish with that. Shit. Yeah. Once people get a taste of winning, you know, what I'm saying it's like you see somebody else win is like. I don't even think it's like a like a competition thing, I think it's more like, nigga, you're supposed to be winning. So shit. You know, kudos, like salute. You know what I'm saying? But I'm worried about what I'm doing. Yeah. So it ain't like it's a motherfucker don't want to pay homage because sometimes it could be that niggas don't even give a fuck or don't want to give you your flowers and they don't give a fuck about none of the shit you're doing. And you got people like me that support everybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A nigga that try to catch on to everything that everybody's doing, whoever I follow. You know what I'm saying? I If you got some shit you dropping, whether you're an artist, whether you shot somebody's video, whether you do art, whatever the fuck you do, I share your shit. You know what I'm saying? Because support is free. But not everybody's like me. And yeah. I don't expect that neither. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Because I post your shit. And I don't mean fucking I want you to post my shit. I post your shit because I'm a real motherfucker. And if you don't post my shit, yeah, that makes you not real. But it's okay. Was that something you learned or is that something you were born with? I mean, shit, that's something you're supposed to grow up with. You know what I'm saying? Your parents are supposed to teach you that. I lost my mom's at 11, but from them 11 years, I knew one thing you don't do is you don't snitch. You don't tell on nobody. You don't motherfucking let somebody rock your shit and you don't rock them back. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't let nobody hit you. Like, I've learned certain things as a kid that you just got to apply it to being a grown man. You fucking be kind and generous and motherfuckers going to be cool with you. 
And once a nigga think that you, you know, basically a sucker or a pushover, rock their ass to sleep too. Yeah. And you show them, you know what I'm saying? Or you just cut their ass off and you level up. Most of the time, I try not to go there because, like I said, I'm a little person. So it's only going to probably lead to me shooting you in your fucking leg and going to jail because I don't want to kill nobody, but I ain't going to let you play with me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll blow your fucking leg off. You know what I'm saying? You still going to live. <laughs> but don't come at me because I'm a little guy. I'll fight you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we going to fight. But if you get the best of me, <laughs> I'll come back for your ass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Nah, but you know what I'm saying? Like, for the most part, I don't care about no negative shit. I'm just joking, man. Like, yeah, you know no. what I'm saying? I, I really just, you know what I'm saying? I support everybody. You do give off great energy, just like wanting to help. Like, uh, it, it, it's really cool. And that's yeah, what because, I like no, about but, this whole scene. Because like, nobody helped me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's helped me. Like, I've had people give me opportunities opportunities is in the sense it's help, but it's not help because you give me an opportunity. I could fail in that opportunity. So it's all up to the person that's going to run with it. You can, but that's how what hold people back when they think someone else is going to make the shit for them. It's like not literally the only thing anyone we were talking about this last night. And you know what? I thought about it a lot since you said it and it's true. Successful people execute. They just make the decision to do it. Like you're the one who's gonna have to do it for yourself. Yeah. No one's gonna like help you nah, with that shit. No that, one's that's what it is. Sometimes we intend to forget, you know, because we have supporters or certain people in our corner and they might could help you. That don't mean they have to help you by them even being around you and 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 letting you get quality time of being in their presence and soaking game from them. That's that's the gem. That's your money right there. Because you, you think you're your the own. star, but then they think they're the star. You can, they're not going to give like. Nah, it's not. I, I don't even think it's that because when you, were, you know what I'm saying? When you're around somebody that is the star, you know who's the leader. Yeah. So you learn off that leader. That don't mean you be the follower to that leader. You know what I'm saying? Because a real leader is going to create more leaders, right? Yeah. So that was something I learned as a kid that there's <laughs> followers and there's leaders. Yeah. And there's followers that become leaders. Yeah, because you I mean, you ain't going to be a leader just off the rip. Well, I was lost. That's what I was like. I wasn't a follower. But I was lost. I had to like find my shit. Yeah, we like, all lost. That's why we, we, we're followers. We're all lost. You know what I'm saying? We're all trying to learn. So like you're not going to come into this shit being great or being a leader. You got to go through the experiences of trials and tribulations and up and downs. And that's how you become a leader by being a follower. But why did you just jump full fledged? Like he says he sees something and you cool. You are now here, like the um, drive, like the, I, well, I, I'm gonna tell you what it is. Uh, you know, um, being inspired by like Conway and West, you know, and also like I remember when Benny first came home from prison, and uh, I, I think Conway was like, "Yo, my brother's out there, flee!" Like, you know, he gonna pull up on you, get him some gas. You know, what I'm saying, take care of him. And Conway, that's his brother. So Conway, you know, whoever's his brother is my brother. And as soon as Benny pulled up, he pulled up to the crib. You know, I was selling weed and shit like that. And um, I gave him weed. I didn't even charge him. Like, you know what I'm saying? I would never charge Con or West for weed when they came. Yeah. And I met them when I first brought them weed to the hospital. You know what I'm saying? Um, when P introduced us, I would never charge them niggas because P said. In the, you met them in the hospital? Yeah, I met them in the hospital. P was in the hospital going through a crisis. And um, he was going through a crisis and the bros had pulled up on him when they came to New York. They was already building a bond with P and, you know, P was already telling me about them. So it was just a matter of time for us to build. And, you know, he was going through a crisis and he's like, yo, um, the bros came to visit me in the hospital, man. He like, yo, they looking for some gas, pull up, bring them some bar real quick, flee. So I'm like, hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got to meet them anyway. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's how we built. But, you know, like I said, going back to when Benny came home, you know what I'm saying? I gave Benny some weed and shit like that. I remember he was going to, uh, shade four or five that night, and he tore them niggas down too. Like, you know, what I'm saying it was great to see him come home, you know, what I'm saying on his shit, you know, what I'm saying, yeah. And he accomplished this right now because, like, you know, what I'm saying you look at Wes and Khan, I was around them for that part of them building. Like, I was we was walking around in the city when they pulled up, it wasn't no pulling up in big suburbans and yeah. niggas having Ubers, like, niggas was putting in feet work, you know, what I'm saying, like, I remember that. and you know, and then, like I said, when Benny came home to see Wes, Con, and then Benny do it and me be around them, like, what the fuck? 
Like, I don't have to be Griselda to level up too. You know, you guys are my brothers. I'm watching and I'm learning, soaking in game. I done soaked in game from Ching's Drugs, God bless his soul, because that was a good friend of mine. I done soaked in game from Prodigy. I was a mentor. So everything I learned from being around these people, soaking up game with Rock Marciano, talking over the phone for hours. I'm pretty sure Rock Marci don't talk to nobody on the phone for no hour and a half. But he says he takes his time to talk to me for an hour and a half on the phone. I take my time. We both fucking dubbing calls unless if it's our lawyer calling us. Yeah. Like, yo, the lawyer calling me. <laughs> I hit you right back. But to get to be around these people and watch them level up to be around Rock and build with Rock. You know what I'm saying? And soaking game from everybody that I've been around, all the legends. Like, it was only mandatory for me to win. I wasn't about to be the nigga that be around these people and don't be a success. Yeah. Like, nah, we gonna, we gonna make this work. Like, I'm, I'm not around just to be around for Instagram and posting pictures and showing people like, yo, I'm here. Yeah. Nah, I don't give a fuck about no pictures. I don't care about no Instagram. Hey, guys. This episode is sponsored by the podcast Woody Two Shoes, hosted by comedian Thatcher Wood. Other than being a really good friend, Thatcher is one of the funniest comedians and podcasters I know. A Woody Two Shoes is available on all podcast platforms. It's a comedic podcast where he interviews a different interesting person each week, and they get into a bunch of different topics. Uh, you should subscribe to his YouTube channel too at a hundred subscribers. He's given away merch at 500 subscribers. He's given away a PS five. That's right. Yeah. A PS five. So make sure you go subscribe to Woody two shoes on YouTube and uh, follow Thatcher on Instagram at wood two shoes. Two is in the number wood two shoes on Instagram. Let's get back into it. I feel that I, that's, I would rather just, do my shit and have a flip phone and shit like yeah like at one point like you know what i'm saying like i said when i had the job and i was out there shaking i i didn't have um social media and i didn't even create my instagram one of my cousins did shout out to viking viking you know thugging and bugging he created my instagram him and my nephew really yeah they created my instagram for me back in the days and then you know i learned how to flip it if mob flea uh no nah, that that one when they first created it, it was called flea yayo my account was Fleeo. And that was, was that I, your first like rap name that you went by? Nah, that was just a name I had on the gram because I was selling yay at the time. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah, I was selling yay. You know what I'm saying? Um, and when you think of flea, you think of somebody fleeing, right? Yeah. So my name was, you know, flea because I was basically fleeing off to my next custody. You know, motherfuckers tell a custody, yo, I'll be there 20 minutes and that's two hours. I'll tell that nigga 10 minutes. I'm coming. I <laughs> yeah. can't afford for you not to call me. I yeah. can't afford for you to call somebody else. So I was fleeing off to the next custody in my I was fleeing with that Yale. <laughs> yeah, so my cousins created my shit and my nephew, it was Flea Yale at the time. And I didn't care for Instagram neither at the time. But then I started to learn that Instagram was basically all about a moment. You want to show your highlights of that moment and, you know, and then also you can use it to promote. And I've learned that that's what I need Instagram for was my outlet to promote my music, my outlet to sell my CDs, my merch, because I didn't learn, you know, a lot of game from being around Western Con. And I also asked them like, yo, look, I'm around you. I'm learning everything. Um, I'm going to do the same thing if you don't mind what you're, you know, saying what you OK in that. Yeah, I'm going to follow your blueprint and do it on my own. And, you know, of course, they was like, bro, this is why we got you around. Like, you know, nigga, do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Follow, you follow the blueprint because not everybody follows it the right way. You know what I'm saying? We done taught people this shit and they didn't follow through with it. So it's like how many people like you can say, you know, what I'm saying whether you shared some information they took in and ran off with it and made a success out of it. It's hard to have that. Yeah, because sometimes nobody want to take constructive criticism or just, what do they say? Know, we advice. could be reading the same book, but don't understand. You know, you don't understand the message. Yeah. Yep. So like um, I, I wanted to make sure that I didn't waste anybody's time that gave me their time. Time is very valuable. So anytime that we built with each other, I wanted to, you know, what I'm saying apply pressure that anything that was given, you know, and that that gem that was given in that conversation or anytime we was building. I applied it to make that shit work with my life. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? Well, that's kind of like I don't do this podcast for anybody. That's why I'm not asking you questions that'll get a lot of you. You know what I mean? Like, oh, cool. What is it like working with whatever? Mm-hmm. Cool. You know, it's cool, but I want to have these conversations because this is where the gems are dropped. And hopefully one person listens to this and listen and thinks, oh, shit, that's true. What he's saying right there and fucking moves and makes a move for that, because that's what changed my life. Listening to shit like, hey, man, you just got to want to win. <clears throat> you just got to want to win. You know what I'm saying? You got to. And you also do drop a lot of fucking gems. Um, that's crazy because somebody told me that. But, you know, I don't even be looking at it like that. I just like feel like we just share information. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we share information. But I just mean, that's how you your output. Like I messaged you about trim the fat when that came out. Yeah, I messaged you about that because I felt that heavy. And that whole song is like like I like a book of knowledge, like a lot of that. It's just and it's also just a great ass song. But like there's gems like. If you really, you know, people can listen to shit and then you can really listen to shit. Yeah, I mean, like. My shit is reality rap. That's why I said ain't really too much. Like, I can't fabricate stories. I mean, you know, the people want to hear shit that they've been through. They want to hear the struggle and all that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's what I'm giving them. My music is reality. I can do any type of rap. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm I'm kind of, like, becoming a perfectionist with this shit. You know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, I'm, I'm in my lane. You know what I'm saying? You still have fun with it, watching you record downstairs. Like that yeah, was a cool out, experience. I knocked out three joints last night. Right? Yeah, killed the, uh, killed everyone. Yeah, wrote them shits right then. And there. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, yeah, man. You know, I'm having fun with this shit, man. When did man. you want to step away? Uh, I actually, I want to say after my first project, because nobody knew who I was. And that point right there, I'm just like, you know, I'm thinking motherfuckers gonna tap into my project, but nobody knew who the fuck I was. So it got a little discouraging. You know what I'm saying? It's because you're spending money on something and you think you're going to make money and really don't make money. Nobody know you. So it's like, I think we probably touched like a hundred thousand streams on Spotify and I was happy with it, but I knew that that was not enough money for me, you know, and streams or just even selling CDs. Like I was still getting my feet wet. So I had to continue to put out music, put out music, put out music to get these people attention. You know what I'm saying? Also, if you know that I'm dropping and you like my music, right? And I drop again, you're like, oh, this nigga dropped again. So you go tap in and then you get to enjoying it. And that one is like, yo, I hear the progression. So now I'm also giving you a lot of music where I don't even give you enough time to listen to nobody else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, like with the streets, if you stay with work and you're consistent and you're fleeo and you're moving fast, you know what I'm saying? To deal with, your customers and you giving them consistent work, they're going to continue to call you. So same thing, like with music, you know, we had people that was constantly wanting to hear what would I drop next because they waiting for you to drop some bullshit anyway, so they could talk about it. No, I feel you that you inspire me with that. I do three episodes a week of this podcast and people are like, like with an episode like this, people will be mad that in two days I release another episode. And then two days after that, I really, I always, because you working, working there's no stuff it's my producer's studio when we go to new york like the studio there it's called too much content uh-huh. shout out too much because there's never such thing as too much content like yeah that's why i was talking about the slices of the pie and shit it's like nah you do what you want to do and people will enjoy it if like who yeah. like they would think oh 12 albums in a year but look at what you fucking did with that shit like yeah all of them are crazy it's yeah, you can like go we, back we and built, enjoy them forever built, you know what i'm saying me and me fucks we built lord bob you know what i'm saying um and you know i can't name all of the brothers that was a part of us you know you know putting in work and being there and being reliable you know what i'm saying and you know being a uh, asset saying to what we got going on so it's like can't name everybody but they know who they are they kind of help build this too so you know what i'm saying shout out to everybody but you know for the most part we was thinking that lord mob can be one of the illest like labels like artist label you know what i'm saying like yeah because the labels can't fuck with us especially how we approaching our business and doing business with our artists and believing in them for the most part everybody want to get you know want to get you 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We actually want to make sure that you win. And, you know, anything that we put bread on to help and assist, you know, later on, eventually we would accumulate that money in slow portions. Like, you know what I'm saying? Slow portions, little portions, however you want to name it, but we'll get our bread back. But we're not worried about the bread at the moment right now because 12 for 12 did really good. Yeah. And everyone that you have is insane and works hard. Like... I want to shout out like people like G4 or like shout out Ito or shout out just Bang shout out you, you yeah, guys TF TF shout out Funk P yeah uh Tiana um that I want to mask and glove is so good yeah man I yo I actually love that project I man, love that I want to like salute a- you for putting that out like that's a dope project Thank you, man well shit you know Tiana came with it. We sat there, we built on every beat. We, you know, she came with it. I tried to, you know, compliment, you know, her, her amazing voice and, you know, that R&B feel with, with rap that kind of can relate to, a, you know, and relationships wise. Cause yeah. I basically was talking about my relationship. So, you know, um, I was you know basically trying to like do that and still catch the vibe of, you know, not talking about shit that can't relate to the feel that Tiana was giving y'all. So, yeah, um, I'm really happy with the project. You know what I'm saying? And I'm excited for Tiana because, you know, she's already working on her second project and, you know, she's, you know, I think she's going to be great. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, Lord Mob has a lot of stars that I think, you know, in due time, they'll get the recognition they'll deserve. You know what I'm saying? But they got to do what you did. Grind and wait. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I, I waited. I waited, but then I also didn't wait, kind of, in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Because you, that's I mean, grind and wait. Because yeah. while you're waiting, you also got to work gotta, harder than yeah, everyone you gotta, else. You got you to gotta become a leader. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why I said I'm not no boss of nobody. I'm, I'm a leader that's going to help you become your own leader. But you with me. You with us. You with the mob. So we're going to lead together. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, but for the most part, you know what I'm saying, with with this shit going on, and all these people we got, we gonna try to push them to where they need to be, and uh, you know, let them make some money where they can, you know, feed their family on their releases. You know what I'm saying? What do you have coming up? Um, well, we working on Pray for the Evil Three. That's pretty much done. That's good. We uh, we got to listen to some of it. That's yeah, crazy. That's yeah. I, I can't that's wait to get crazy. that. Um, I got a project with Brady Watt. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he's dope. Yeah, dope bass player. Yeah, he's awesome. Right? He's yeah. Shout out to Ian and shout out to DJ uh, Premier. That rap so, you uh, did over him in the studio. Yeah, that was dope. That was I watched that so many times when that came out. That was dope as shit. I had to give I hit him up on that on and you on that. Thank you, bro. Thank you, man. Yeah, I could could set you up so you could get up with Brady too, man. Oh, I'd love that. Nah, he's dope as shit. Yeah, Brady's the man, man. Shout out to Brady. But we gonna we're gonna figure out when we're gonna drop our project. We got pray for evil three. Um uh we got a tape that we're working on, fully produced by me fucks, uh me and Conway. Really? You know yeah, we're gonna finally yeah. drop our tape, you know, in 2022. Um that's crazy. Have you worked on it at all? Uh we got right now, we got about I want to say four beats tucked aside. I think it's gonna be about 10 or 11 songs. That's uh, awesome. So we got about like about four beats tucked aside. We're working on the next, you know, yeah, seven. You know how it is gonna go, but we working on getting it. Nah, but people now. have been waiting, I bet, to hear. Pro- I yeah, mean, yeah. I know I have, but like to hear you. Yeah, a lot work. of people like when me and Khan, you know, get together and make <laughs> music, man. I mean, shit, for the most part, man, I just love building with real, you know what I'm saying, with real genuine people, man. So, like, you know, me and Khan, I guess, you know, we got we got a couple hits together, man. Like, Khan is the bro, man. Like, yeah, you do you know, build him with and, genuine. Him and Ito are like my favorite rappers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Him and Ito are my favorite rappers. Not to take anything away from anybody to talk that shit. No. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, I was a fan. How are you of and Ito before. Man? Uh I'm I'm I knew I knew of Ito, I want to say years back when one of my homies used to rap. Um, and I know they did a song together. So like I knew of Ito, but um, you know, at that time I wasn't really like tapped in and going hard at, you know, listening to everybody else. I was yeah. just like still on like, you know. 
uh, I want to say the locks, you know, uh, the mob, the woo. I was still on that era because I listened to the, you know, I like to listen to the OGs that paved the way still. Like, yeah, they old shit is still like my favorite. So I really don't give new artists the chance sometimes. But at that time, he had did a song with Un Pacino back in the days. And Un was my man, you know, uh, since back in the days, you know, we had a little situation, but we spoke about things and made things right. But yeah, Un had did a song with Braun. I heard of uh, Ito at that time. And then years later, uh, one of my homies from Low East Side named Gutter was like, yo, you got to do a song with Ito, man. Like, y'all niggas sound good together. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, nigga, that shit is not like easy. Like you saying, yeah. yo, make a song with nigga. Like, you can't just hit a nigga up like, yo, let's do a song. You know what I'm saying? So crazy shit is a, a fan, you know what I'm saying, on Instagram, uh, you know, a, a fan slash supporter. I don't even remember who the fuck it was. He know who it was, though. <laughs> And he was like, yo, I would love to hear you and Ito. So now I go back to what my man Gutter said. And then now here is a supporter on Instagram. I'm like, yo, I'm all for it, man. Hit Ito up and let him know I'm down. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Don't just hit me and tell me you want me to work (laughs) with E. Hit Ito and let him know you want, you know, you want him to work with me and we're going to, and Flea is all with it. You can line the feature up. (laughs) And he actually did that. And I guess Ito had hit me like, and my DM was like, yo, now nah, you got the people, you know, they asking for us, man. So, you know, I, I, I want to build. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I ain't going to hold you, man. Like, I wanted to be the first one to hit you, too. But I, I you know, so I don't know how people are sometimes. So, yeah. like, I ain't want to get shot down. You know what I'm saying? No, I feel you. And I, I done listen to E and I'm like, yo, E, E talk that shit. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Really, so yeah. when E had hit me, I guess because this supporter was, reached out to both of us in the DM, he kind of made that happen. Ito had a show with Mayhem Loren, my brother Mayhem, and they had a show in Brooklyn. And um, Ito had pulled up from Rochester. And, you know, being, you know, me and me, me and May was cool already. You know what I'm saying? So I hit May like, yo, um, I, yo, I'm going to come, you know what I'm saying, check you out. I'm going to watch you perform tonight. I'm going to be in the town. So he's like, shit, I'm put you on the list, Flea. <laughs> so I said, all right, shit, say no more. Thank you, bro. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I pulled up. I was waiting for May to come. May ain't show up. He was one of the hot. He, he was like Hollywood. My nigga was lit. Like, <laughs> fuck out of here. I'm headlining this shit. I'm coming late. You know what I'm saying? For you get, oh, you there? All right, shit. I'll see you in a minute. Like, you know, make sure I was yeah. good though. He hit me. And um, he was outside and I seen E and I'm like, I'm looking for Etho. And then I just see like E. I see E from over like mad far, but this motherfucker like mad short. Yeah, now. I was about so to like, like, how do you see him in a crowd? Yeah, bro? So I'm, like, I'm looking, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, no, well, I see him. He's like the shortest dude. Wasn't he jumping up and down? Yeah, no, no, I see that. Hell no. I see that because he's the shortest dude. But then I saw my son bop. I saw my son move. And I said, oh, that's E right there. So I walked. I said, yo, E was good. So we kicking this shit. Then I'm like, oh, my son, dumb small, but he rapped. He rapped like he got a big ass gun on him. Yeah, he is the biggest, craziest right? voice and in the game. He live, don't get it twisted. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like he's been through some tough shit. But he life, gives off the same there. energy as you are. It's like really yeah, good. Yeah, he's, I love. You know I love. He's so a it's good just crazy because I'm, yeah. I'm like, yo, like I see E. I'm like, yo, damn, E mad short, but you know he come like his, his family short too. But I love E, man. Like you know what I'm saying? We just kick, we just kicked it for a little while off the phone. And I just told him some good news, like, yo, I, uh, me and me fucks has a choice where, you know, <clears throat> you know, we basically want to give you 3% of, of, of Lord Mob. That's where awesome. Can, where you can own 3%. So it's not like you just doing business with us as artists and releasing music with us. You basically can own 3% of the company. Oh, that's awesome. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to G4 Jack. Same thing with Jack. Same, same thing with TF. Um, you know, it's, this is just an opportunity that's there for them. You know what I'm saying? They have yeah. a choice. To you got to go up to Rochester sometime. It's a dope place. Yeah, I, I went up, up there. there. Shit, Rochester is not dope. That shit like my, my hood in Far Rockaway. Shit, that shit is, <laughs> it's tough out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so like, it's, it's the people. The people are with, dope. The people, the people are fuck dope. with are beautiful, yeah. but every hood is tough. Yeah. Man. Not, so it's like, yeah. and Rochester is not, it's, pre, it's not pretty. Yeah, is the people, certain people are beautiful people, good people, but you know how every hood is. So, you know, it's like Buffalo, it's like Far Rockaway, it's like my Detroit, hood, it's yeah, it's like Detroit, you yeah, know what I'm Baltimore. That. Like, we can name Chicago, we can name them all. Like, yeah, you know, every hood is, 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 is vicious, man. But you know, the people over there is what make it good, you know what I'm saying? Certain individuals, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
I like to pull up the towns and pull up to the people. Yeah. When I go out there, I don't just go out there and, you know, touch base in the town. I go tapping with the people I know. Like, yo, I'm out here. What's up, man? Like, shit, lunch on me. You know what I'm saying? Dinner on me. Let's get up. Yeah. I'm in your side of town, but let me treat you. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm popping out to your hood. Nah, that's a, I love it. You said your home's wherever you are. Like, most yeah. time they want to do it for me. Like, nah, you in my hood. I got this flea. So we'll accept it sometimes. But for the most part, like, nah, man, like, you know, your side of town, man. Like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Where we at? It's a respect. Thing. Yeah, where we at? We're fucking with you tonight. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, do you be shitting with the door open? Not no more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? I used to. I used to, like, because it, cause it, it, in, my, in my crib where I was staying at in Delaware, it was, a, I had two bathrooms. You know what I'm saying? One upstairs in the, in the, uh, where the bedrooms was at. And I had a small, like, guest bathroom. Yeah. So the small guest bathroom, I couldn't close the door. Like, I got to leave that motherfucker open with the vent on. Shit, get real. That's one of the hardest bars to open up an album yeah, with I ever. I'm shit with the door open. I'm sitting with your broad smoking. Yeah, you know I love it. <laughs> you, I said you be smoking local, nigga. Nah, this is pure Oakland. Uh-huh. My back was, I said my back was just yellow. My stack, my stack with my fellows eating, but I never turned my, my back, back on, on the, the ghetto. ghetto. You know what I'm saying? Like. I said I'm eating. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for coming on, man. Yeah, this is a dope. Yeah, now, this now, is a dope now you know what I'm saying? My bathroom's so big, it don't matter the door open or close. I got a <laughs> fucking seven-bedroom mansion, nigga. They call me no mortgage flea. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's my new name. Yeah, that's your new name. Yeah, niggas no. gave me that name yesterday. You know what I'm saying? No mortgage flea. Yeah, shout that better thousand, be a shout mix out thousand words. Shout out a thousand words. <laughs> shout out that. Thank yeah. you guys for sitting. He's asleep. I'm not going to wake up. <laughs> uh, he, uh, he just resting his eyes. <laughs> we here, man. We Thank here, you man. guys for sitting in. Shout out. Man, all this is an honor. This is a this shout is cool. out the whole Lord Mob. Shout out everybody's putting on for the culture. Everybody's working hard. Like I said, man, we paying attention. You know what I'm saying? I see everybody going hard, man. I love it. Hard work you know overall. I, I, could, I could sit here and name everybody, but I'm not. Y'all niggas know who y'all are. Keep doing y'all thing, man, because this shit, like I said, it ain't easy. But yeah, I got two busts down, roll these niggas. Stop playing. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I'm on my, I'm, I don't even want to start naming rappers that do this. Not get the fuck out of here. I don't wear two watches at one time. I'm just <laughs> shit. We don't do that, man. You know what I'm saying? Nah, this watch right I'm here. I'm going to be the is, first comedian to have two right G-Shocks. This, this so. watch right here, before we breeze, this is Ito's watch. You know what I'm saying? Ito wearing a crown right here. Damn. Shout out to Ito, man. A Daytona blackface. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Beautiful piece. That's what we on, man. I'm out of here. Peace.